Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, May 1st, and this is your FT News Briefing. Amazon warns that the cost of keeping workers healthy and moving products could wipe out any gain from a jump in sales. And Boeing has tapped the bond market to deal with a coronavirus cash drain. Plus, the FT's Judith Evans explains why Britain is experiencing a shortage of fruit pickers. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Yesterday, Amazon reported a record $75.5 billion in net sales for the first quarter of 2020, higher than what Wall Street expected. But even though Amazon expects record revenues again in the second quarter, the company is warning that those gains will come with a big asterisk. The FT's Dave Lee has more. Well, Amazon obviously was expecting this huge jump in sales, but the problem is, is that in order to keep things moving, you know, whether it's keeping the workers healthy and at work and also getting those products out to consumers in such high numbers, the costs associated with that have been incredibly high. So in the first quarter, which you know, only really started to feel the impact of coronavirus towards the end of the quarter. Amazon said that it spent $600 million on COVID-related expenses, so, you know, extra staffing and other issues like that. But they predict that in the second quarter, where obviously the pandemic has really taken hold, they're saying that those costs could go up to as much as $4 billion, which is obviously a, a staggering amount and enough, more than enough to offset any revenue gains that they're going to have. And indeed, they expect to have, you know, big revenue gains as they have had in the first quarter, but it's just not going to be enough to cover the costs associated with doing business in the middle of a global pandemic. And that $4 billion cost that investors clearly didn't like that much. Shares in Amazon fell 5% in after-hours trading after the company released its earnings on Thursday. Now, today, May 1st, is International Workers' Day. So workers from companies including Amazon and Whole Foods are expected to walk out on the job. Dave, combine that with the scrutiny Amazon's come under for its workers' conditions during the earlier part of the crisis. How much does this all factor into their decision? Well, Amazon's certainly aware that everyone is looking at how it looks after those employees. But of course, you know, they have to make sure they're safe. They have to make sure they have masks. They've had to reconfigure the factory floors to make sure their workers are distanced as they're working, staggering shifts to make sure there's not any crowding at the entrances as people come in. I think, you know, part of Amazon's motivation for being so upfront about its guidance here was, you know, just to show that they are investing in solving those problems because as you mentioned there is this a growing workers movement that's saying you know that amazon has to do more it has to let people take time off in in france for example the uh, all of amazon's warehouses are currently shut because of a dispute between the unions and amazon there um in the u.s the representation isn't quite as strong historically and so you know these walkouts have been quite small scale so far we've seen you know a handful of um of workers um walk out of facilities in new york and elsewhere what's difficult to assess from all that is just how much of an impact that has on the overall strength of the of the the, uh, logistics operation there's going to be continued scrutiny of how amazon treats these workers and i think workers are seeing this as an opportunity to band together because they know that without them on board amazon doesn't have an operation without its workers packing packages and getting them out to customers so the scrutiny is increasing and with that uh, comes these extra costs that amazon's had to outline (laughs) 
and Boeing is taking on even more debt to help weather the effects of the coronavirus pandemic. Sources told the FT that yesterday, the aircraft maker completed a $25 billion bond offering. It's meant to help the company handle a cash drain of as much as $20 billion this year. It'll bring Boeing's total debt to $64 billion. The new bond offering is spread across seven maturities from three to 40 years. But to give you a sense of how sharply Boeing's borrowing costs have gone up, its newly issued 10-year debt is expected to yield a little more than 5%. Last year, it issued 10-year debt with a yield of less than 3%. A day before the company turned to the capital markets, Boeing reported a net loss of $641 million in the first quarter. The aircraft maker said it's going to have to cut its workforce and reduce production. Boeing was, of course, struggling before demand for air travel plummeted. The grounding of the 737 MAX jet caused the company to record an annual loss last year. It was the first time this had happened in more than 20 years. Tens of thousands of seasonal workers normally fly into the UK every summer. They're the ones who pick crops from lettuce to berries to apples. But this year, the coronavirus has prevented them from traveling, and it's creating something of a crisis for the farming industry. Our consumer industries correspondent, Judith Evans, has more. Judith, how many seasonal workers are needed and how many have been recruited so far? Well, that's actually quite a difficult question to answer because no one has all the data. But what we do know is that the government estimates 70,000 to 80,000 would normally come over from overseas. Some other estimates place that as high as 90,000. And at the weekend, the Environment Secretary said that we currently have about a third of the number of overseas workers that we would normally expect at this time of year. Right. I mean, while we're talking about this in the context of the UK, this is something that's happening elsewhere too, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's a big issue around Europe. Countries like France, Italy, Spain have a similar history, but often on a larger scale of bringing in workers from Eastern Europe or from North Africa to carry out this work. And they're also finding that people either can't travel or are reluctant to travel for fear of perhaps catching the virus or being unable to go back again. Now, it's a moving situation. Some airlines are even talking about reopening flights. But at the moment, there's a harvesting crisis around Europe. And the U.S. has also experienced a similar issue with Mexican workers. The reason, I guess, that's so interesting in the UK is that, there, you know, there were border considerations happening even before the coronavirus, especially in the in the context of Brexit, right? The UK leaving the EU. The UK is officially left, but still operating under EU trade rules during a transitional period that ends this year. So how how is this kind of factoring in, in this larger piece? Well, absolutely. I mean, this is set to be a big problem for the UK after Brexit and was already a big topic of conversation. In the context of fairly full employment in the UK in recent years, it's always been difficult to recruit British workers. But this government has specifically said that it wants to restrict entry to the UK by the category of what it calls low skilled workers, which includes fruit and vegetable pickers. So there is a scheme that they've piloted, the seasonal workers scheme, to allow in a certain number of farm workers from outside the EU. And that scheme, once we've completed, as it were, the Brexit process, will need to apply to workers from within the EU as well. And of course, now we're looking at a very different picture with the levels of unemployment that we're seeing in the UK. So Judith, UK unemployment is quite high, but British workers aren't necessarily taking up these picking jobs. Why is that? 
Well, I think there's a few factors. I think there are actually quite a lot of practical reasons. At the moment, people are having to carry out childcare where they wouldn't normally. So people who've got those responsibilities are often looking for part-time work, which isn't really available in this context. And then there's an issue with furloughed workers who would like additional work while they're not doing their regular jobs, but they don't want to sign contracts for too long in case their regular jobs come back again. There's another problem, which is this type of work, because it has at least for the past couple of decades been carried out by overseas workers, is very much geared up to them. So it's always full time. People often live on site and it's very intensive work. What has the government been doing to help, if anything? Well, they've sort of boosted the recruitment drive a lot themselves. And there are broader measures of support for farms. There's financial support available to them under the various coronavirus schemes. But what this particular problem needs is literally people on farms, you know, so it's partly about members of the public signing up and indeed turning up. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Amy Keene, Fiona Simon, and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Amelia Mahasek, and we had help from Gavin Coleman and Michael Bruning. Our theme song is by Metaphor Music. And before I go, I want to remind you of a special offer we have going on. It's for a really helpful email newsletter called the Coronavirus Business Update. Visit ft.com slash newsbriefingcovid to get free access for 30 days to the Coronavirus Business Update. It's a level-headed email briefing on how the pandemic is affecting global markets, business, and workplaces. Just go to ft.com slash newsbriefingcovid. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.